looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Sean Mendez continues to fuel dating oh. rumors with Dr. Jocelyn Miranda during hiking date. <laughs> I can't. I you know this is still happening. <laughs> This I, is still happening. It, we ignored it the first time. We ignored it the second time. And I will continue to pretend like it's not happening. He's dating his chiropractor or something. <laughs> she like, she's the like, fuck? she's basically like a glorified vocal coach or like, I think she's part chiropractor. <laughs> yeah, that's your worst nightmare is you wake up and you're dating your chiropractor. <laughs> you're so scared of chiropractic. The only chiropractors that I'm not scared of are like Mia Thornton and G, you know, and I don't even think they're chiropractors. I think they just like used to own the companies. Not Mia Thornton and G. They barely can keep their chiropractic, chiropractic, I'm saying it wrong. They can barely keep those open. They got kicked off the board. I think that it's just so obvious that she's some sort of like vocal coach, chiropractor, life coach. doctor, life coach. Like and... you don't think they're fucking? No. You sure? Nothing's ever been more like two friends go for a hike than these photos. And yet it's like he's fueling dating rumors. Yeah, they're seen together all the time. Sean Mendez was spotted soaking up the sun as he took a shirtless hike with his longtime doctor, Jocelyn Miranda. <laughs> okay, you are listening to Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. Let's start with comments. Hi, uh, this is Allie and Ben. Um, ben proposed to me at the end of last Friday's episode. And? And I said yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, hi, everyone. I'm Ben. And um, I I wanted to confirm that she said yes, and she's now my fiancé. And it took us a little bit of time to, to call you back because uh, Ali was wondering if Jimmy Garoppolo was knowing Janine Garoppolo? I think I think he does not know. Janine Garoppolo does not know who Janine Garoppolo is. So I agree with Bobby. Um, but both of them will be invited to our wedding. And I agree with Ali because I agree with everything you say. Thank you. All right. Um, thank you, French French. <laughs> thank you. <Wow. laughs> the call we've been waiting for. It happened. Wow. Hashtag it happened. Oh, it happened. I'm happy for them. We were worried for a minute, but... <laughs> Just a minute. She said we. 
Yeah. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. Or she said like way, you know, which is like the oui. you know, more casual oui. version. Way. Oui. As Ben oui. knows because he's French. Ali en Paris. Oh. Oh. Hey, BLP. Um, was just listening to the pod and I heard you guys talking about Luanda Lizette and the blowing chunks incident. So I'm calling in because I was at the show um, and I witnessed the whole moment. Um, honestly, like, also I just want to say that, like, people that were sitting next to us had been to the show, like, two or three times. So, yes, everyone that's seen the show has seen the show, but they're also going back. Anyway, um, it was during a Q&A that this incident happened, but um, Luana's actually talking to a table of, like, a bachelorette party, and she was talking to the bride-to-be. The bride-to-be had a question about marriage advice, and one of the girlies is sitting next to the bride-to-be. Um, she didn't throw up because she laughed at a joke. I don't think there was a joke. From my memory, um, and I'm sure page six, uh, I don't know, fluffed this up a little, maybe with Luann's wraps. That's a bit of a hot take. But she just threw up, I think, because she was so drunk. Like, these girlies are wasted, bless them. And um, they were literally in the middle of a conversation, and I saw what I thought was like a party popper go off, and it looked like confetti, but this girl had just grabbed a napkin and threw up into it. And a bit of it got on the land. Um, She was a consummate professional. She literally wiped it off her arm and kept going. And then someone else came and wiped down her hair because the splashback got on her. It was a pretty fucking gross and pretty fucking funny. So, yeah, just here to fact check. As a journalist myself, I hate to see uh, stories go, uh, told incorrectly. Anyway, that's all. Crunch, crunch. I'm sorry, but as if Countess Luann hasn't wiped some puke <laughs> off herself and moved the fuck on. <laughs> Come on. Completely unfazed by puke, which was just drunken puke, as the caller said it wasn't. Well, the caller said she wasn't laughing. It was just puke. So she wanted to correct the page six publicist or whoever, the public, Luann's publicist who told page six that the girl was simply laughing so hard she puked. No, the girl was just simply drinking so hard she puked. <laughs> and Leanne saw the puke on her arm and said, eh. <laughs> Honey, I've seen way worse. Hello, Lindsay, Bobby, and Timmy. I had to stop the pod. Call long, super long time. Never play me time. Um, oh, yeah. Also, use they them pronouns. Um, so I had to stop the pod because you were talking about Kate Harrison and dismissing her as being the child of Gregory Harrison. Excuse me. I'm probably your oldest listener, and I teach gender and popular culture. So let me tell you, in the late 70s and 80s, this guy was big. Um, he was on a bunch of stuff and um, famously met his wife, Randy Oaks, who was from Chips, the show TV show Chips, on a battle of the network stars where they fell in love and produced their four children. Um, so, in fact, Kate Harrison is a double nepotism baby of people who were celebrities in the late 1970s and early 1980s. And also Gregory Harrison is currently on General Hospital. Yes, I am a Gen X. And these things matter very much to me. Um, I hope you are going to have a wonderful week. Um, and I'd be happy even if you played uh, me on your doing amazing, sweetie. All right. Love you so much. Take care. Oh, I'm trying to make this a thing. Ele Elizabeth II, Electric Boogaloo, Bobby, because you called Elizabeth II. Elizabeth, Elizabeth II once. 
Uh, yeah, love you, bye. That's a bit too electric boogaloo. <laughs> I love a determined Gen Xer calling and being like, here's actually everything you missed. <laughs> I already forgot who the original girlie was. Kate Harrison, girlfriend of someone. Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, oh, oh. So this caller is saying she's actually double nepotism and her parents met on Bile the Network Stars, which, if you didn't know, was the Gen X version of the challenge, kind of the reality show, the challenge on MTV mm-hmm. where they have all the different, mm-hmm. something like that. Do we have something like that kind of today? They brought it back in the early 2000s. No, but I mean, do we have Dancing with the Stars is kind of like that beach? I'm just thinking about like, oh, like celebrities, celebrities network. Yeah. It's like Dancing with the Stars. Come together. Masked like, singer. Right, right, right. It's like their love was a crossover event is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. So like where else do we have these like actors and celebrities from different places meeting and it's like on TV so we can watch it. Sorry, Big Brother, you know, The Traders. I'm looking at Battle of the Network Stars season 7. Uh-huh. Which premiered on November 2nd, 1979. Yes. Gregory Harrison was part of the CBS team, led uh-huh. by Ed Asner was the captain. Randy Oaks, yeah, was a member of the NBC team which won and it was led oh, by wow. Robert Conrad as the captain. Who else was on her team? I don't know who anyone is, but Melissa Gilbert. Okay. ABC team was led by Dick Van Patten. Oh, my God. Another nepotism daddy of the Van Patten sisters yes. we talked about. Okay. Dick Van Patten. And the season was hosted by Howard Cosell, uh-huh. which who I think hosted almost all the seasons. He was the sports guy. Uh-huh. We know his name. He's, he's, he's yes. Emmy. And I Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal was the co-host that season. I'm telling you, it was a very Vemmy show. And I love the 70s taught me all about this show. The conceit is very hooey, and I think now we translate it into being hooey. But back then, everybody participated. You know why? Because they fucking they three loved channels. their networks. No, but yeah. they just loved their networks. Like they, It was like color war. They were like obsessed with the fact that they were like on the NBC team. Now, not so much. No one's like riding hard for Hulu as like somebody who has a Hulu show, you know? Doesn't really make sense that way. Hi, BLT. Long time, first time. Um, I had to pause the pod when you were talking about Jen Bunny because when I was in med school, I actually TA'd an online uh, public health class that she was in. Um, so never got to meet her. It was all online. But honestly, she was one of the best students in the whole class. She was like super engaged. Her writing was amazing. Um, yeah, it was very, very uh, pleasantly surprising. Anyway, crunch, crunch. Thank you so much to Jen Bunny for calling in. Uh... <laughs> Hi, I'm Jen Bunny's TA. She did. She got great grades. <laughs> she was brilliant. An incredible writer. <laughs> and a star. Bye. Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, I literally don't know else who to call for this. Um, but is Chris? Appleton, the hairstylist, makeup artist for the Kardashians, um, dating Lucas Gage from White Lotus. Um, please advise. Crunch, crunch. Say what you said to me in the Uber last night or whatever, or in the Lyft. I couldn't shut up in the Uber last night. I was talking about, I... what did I say? Oh. You were, you were like, I was surprised at how, like, pow- what would you say, like, powerful Chris Appleton was, is. No, I was, I think I just said, I was surprised by Chris Appleton's cultural impact. I think that's what I said. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was sort of like, oh, Lucas Gage was spotted with this guy with abs who's tall. 
And then everyone told me he was a hairstylist. And I was like, okay, there's a million celebrity hairstylists and they all look like this guy. What's the deal? And then I read a profile of him in, um, what was it, Grazia? And it said that he's responsible for Ariana Grande's ponytail. Ponytail. He invented the Ariana Grande He invented ponytail. the Ariana Grande ponytail. And I was he like, okay, that that's a bit of a slight. her head. It's true. That's her like full image. That's more iconic than anything Lucas Gage has ever done. I do appreciate that Lucas Gage only what? I feel like he's come into our lives so recently. Maybe a few months ago was like, you don't know my alphabet. And then was like, prove it. Like, prove it. And then like, was like, <laughs> I'm dating this guy. He was like, you don't know my alphabet. And I'm like, I don't know your alphabet. And now I'm like learning all about his alphabet, you know? Yeah. It's nice. I was like, oh, I'm so annoyed by Lucas Gage. Ugh. And it made me think of a, I was reading this newsletter yesterday, John Paul mm-hmm. Brammer's newsletter, and he wrote mm-hmm. about fixing real friends of WeHo. And there was a line in it that made me like, so oh, funny. Oh, oh. And it said, this is bad because gay people love drag race and hate gay guys on TV who aren't wearing wigs or doing splits. And I was like, oh, what? Oh. I mean, <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe. You gagged and then you kombucha girl. I kombucha girl to that line. I was like, <laughs> um, uh, anyway. Uh, wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why don't I like Lucas Cage? No, but I think I don't like Lucas Cage because I've never gotten over. I still think that the video that he posted, which we will forever argue about and disagree on, I uh-huh. don't think the director was being mean to him. I think the director was simply saying, I feel sorry for people who don't have yards in New York City. That's all he was I saying. I disagree. And Lucas took rude. it as a personal attack. The tone attack. is there. The tone is there. Play it again. The tone is, I believe, Play it empathetic again. and sad. No. Listen, also, he's like, but that's oh, also people so, in New York. So condescending. These poor people live in these tiny apartments. Like, I'm looking at his, you know, background, and he's got his TV and, and you know. Yeah, mute it. He's sad. He's like, oh, God. No, he's, he's not. He's saying that he feels he's fortunate. He's being condescending. Oh, sure. Bobby, you are really like a sucker. He's being condescending. I've listened to this video a million times, and I am just, I think Lucas overreacted, which is his right. I definitely don't. And you know what? He very smartly posted anything at all because that was the first blip. So you can't. So why even say he overreacted? This was like the hugest thing for his career. I know it's the best thing he's ever done. I'm just saying that it was a a bad faith reception of what that guy said about him. I don't think I disagree. And I think he. uh... I know we've we've disagreed for years. And I think he is using this, though, as a representation to the shitty way that a lot of actors are treated in these kind of, like, cold auditions or whatever, mm-hmm. which, by the way, they're not paid for. Do you know actors are not yeah, paid that. for auditioning? They're not paid for preparing for auditions? It's, like, kind of a shitty system. I know. It's our biggest disagreement that I think Lucas Gage's video is annoying and you think it's <laughs> totally empowering. It's fine. I just feel like he was reacting to a lot of demeaning things about the auditioning process, and he has every right to. And a lot of working working actors would probably feel the same. So it's mm-hmm. just like that's that's how I felt about it. Meanwhile, I mean, it doesn't even matter. Like it, it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. It did that wonders he posted, for him. Right, exactly. It didn't affect the guy on the other end. I don't even know who the fuck that was. Neither no. do you. No, so neither do I. I think it was revealed, but then I was like, I don't care. I don't but know like, who this no is. But no one got hurt in the scenario. So it's like ultimately positive scenario. Sorry, I'm too busy reading. Lucas Gage and Chris Appleton have been leaving flirty Instagram comments for weeks. See them all here on Just Jared. I have an issue. Did you write this is a hard launch? Because it's not. <laughs> Timmy wrote that. This is not a hard launch. A hard launch is when you actually write, we are in a relationship. They don't even write that. It's actually a soft launch. Oh, see, I thought Timmy was making a joke because of the abs. Hard abs. Oh, Timmy. Maybe he wasn't. 
I thought he was making a joke. I thought he was making a joke about Chris Appleton's body. I don't think his brain went to where your went, yours went. Did he write or did you write, it's giving seemingly? Because <laughs> it really is giving seemingly. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's not a hard launch because it's giving seemingly. Mm-hmm. Like seemingly these two like have fucked. You know what I mean? But it's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's describe the photo. It's a selfie taken by Lucas Gage on the beach. Behind Lucas Gage, who is shirtless, is another shirtless man. I mean, they're clearly on vacation together, right? right? They're, they're It doesn't like, mean they're fucking. Photos. They're post. They're um, tagging the resort. There's no PDA uh, either. Gage said, "You don't know my alphabet." Yeah, I'm like, I want to kiss. I want to touch. They're not even. They're not even touch. I'm just like, this is still to me soft launch. This is still to me. It's giving seemingly. It almost to me isn't even giving seemingly because it's just kind of nothing. I mean, if it's, it, I, I want to believe that it's actually a thing because I feel like whatever the everyone posted it, people kind of checks mm-hmm. these things, et cetera, et cetera. But I would be really impressed if Lucas Gage is pulling off another, like, PR trick for fame. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, if this is, like, Lucas Gage's, like, second, like, gag, like, press gag. No, his third. Oh, my God. Remember when he crashed Paris Hilton's wedding? And then he, like, talked about it. And then they asked Kathy Hilton about it. Oh, yeah, he wasn't invited and Kathy Hilton got mad. Yes. And she was like, well, um... That was weird. Or, like, her response on Watch What Happens Live, you can play the clip or whatever. You can't ask Kathy Hilton about anything. <laughs> this is his second, his third, third. this would be, sorry, his third, uh-huh. like, press gag. kind of mm-hmm. love that, honestly. It's giving Clooney, you know what I mean? God. Okay. Do not say Lucas Gage is giving Clooney. That's It's giving too Clooney. Much. No. We love to, like, play with the press. Yeah, come on, whatever. Clooney, like, puts whoopee cushions under Julia Roberts. He yeah, doesn't whatever. like He doesn't, like, fuck with People Magazine's reporters, you know? Okay, fine. The more convincing evidence that there have been flirtations between them or that there is a relationship between these two big who's. Uh-huh. Huge who's is the evidence compiled by Just Jared in the post. Lucas Gage and Chris Appleton have been leaving flirty Instagram comments for weeks, hyphen, see them all here. And because they're devious, it's a slideshow. I have to scroll through so many different pages on Just Jared to see all of these. Them in an ATV, Lucas comments, buenos. Them on an ATV, Chris writes, stud, hard eyes. Mm-hmm. Chris Appleton posing with Kim Kardashian. Lucas comments, stunting. This goes on and on and on and on and on. You guys would make a good pie, he writes under a photo of Drew Barrymore and Chris Appleton. And then Chris goes, eat me. And then Lucas goes, drooling emoji. Okay, so like that's way more convincing than them just posing on a beach. Well, I love some of these fun facts about him. One, he has kids from a a previous marriage. He has two adult children. Like how Mm -hmm. old is this guy? He's got two adult children. One of his children is on Instagram and has her own following of 100,000 people and is like a digital British creator. How old is this guy? How old is this guy? He's got kids. He's 39. And um, his first client, his first client in London, guess who? His first client in London, guess who? Rita Ora. Rita Ora. Yeah. Because there's like an old cute photo of her like old, 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 old hairstyle. And since then, he's kind of been like in the grasp of kardashian so like he's definitely signed that nda that's literally like a tome you know it's like the (laughs) bible nda whatever chris jenner like created the world's most like crazy nda it's book from hocus pocus like that's what you're signing (laughs) (laughs) the eye like opens and is like hands you a pen or whatever nda (laughs) her name is like (laughs) non-disclosure 
non-disclosure. Okay, non-disclosure. And, and she now has like an Ariana Grande ponytail. Chris Appleton like added it to the book when he signed. <laughs> He's a vamp. He actually is a vamp. He's literally mm-hmm. vamps. We haven't mm-hmm. talked about vamps in a while, but he's a vamp. That stands for T H A M P, which is what? Therapist? Just kidding. It's no, a it's trainer, trainer, hairstylist, hairstylist uh, agent, assistant, manager, uh, agent, manager, publicist, publicist, publicist stylist. stylist. It's it's anything you can fit into the acronym VAMP that has Vamps. to do with like ancillary paid people in your life. It's it's people you pay to be in your circle. Right, but there was an era where these people were kind of more prominent. I would argue a little bit less so, and I would argue they were prominent because the Kardashians kind of had a stable of them for a while that were all kind of making noise, and he is one of them. But I would say he's more kind of on the um, – he's not very loud in terms of the making noise aspect. He's he's a, he's more of a subtle guy. Yeah, he's just in, in terms demand. of Yeah. He's extremely successful, but he's not a character the way that a lot of them want to be characters. Well, the ultimate is makeup by Mario. Exactly. That's that's who I was thinking of. What else is there to say about these two? Nothing. Truly, we've said it all. Yeah. And I hope they are together. The brat is ready to show off the bump. Congrats to her. The brat got a people exclusive. The brat is ready to reveal the bump because the brat is pregnant. That is so exciting. At forty-eight. That is so. Exciting. I love DeBrat and her wife, Big Booty Judy. I love Big Booty Judy. You know Big Booty Judy. I know how much you love Big Booty Judy. I love Big Booty Judy. This is so nice. And what's fun about this, not only that you get like a, a fun story about a woman over 40, a woman over 45, a woman almost 50 getting pregnant yeah. and being like love proud that. of it. Look, 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 look what happened. Yeah. Healthy. Right. Healthy. It was revealed on the first anniversary of their wedding. So nice. And in like a very glam photo shoot with People Magazine as they also revealed their wedding photos. Very glam. Remember, they had also People exclusive wedding photos, too. Yes. And the photos are gangster themed in a in a very like early 20th century gangster. Like we're talking like Scarface, but not the Brian De Palma Scarface, like the 1920s Scarface. Well, what I love about this is you have like a nice representation of like a butch pregnant person like DeBrat mm-hmm. is like kind of butch like right like big booty judy mm-hmm. is more glam mm-hmm. not that you have to have one of either but it's just like way the way that they are the vibe of them and like it's great like DeBrat is like yeah i'm wearing like a fedora hat and i'm pregnant <laughs> yeah right like it really is like it's great showcasing like a queer couple in people exclusive photos Yes. Revealing their pregnancy is just I think I think not to like toot people's horn too much because I don't I don't know that they deserve it, but I have noticed people exclusives are all over the map in a very cool way. Right. People exclusives yes. used to be very specific and now people exclusives are all over the place. And sometimes that all over the place can sort of be like, do we really need to find a people exclusive of like Christina Hawk getting a new wedding ring? And that's I feel like more traditional people exclusive. Right. A queer wedding or like a queer pregnancy is cool. And that didn't used to happen all the time. Yeah. And also what's kind of fun about them is they are like a little bit of a weird trad situation. Like they Mm -hmm. like this is so cheesy. This is so like Instagram photo shoot. Like it just, you know, it is very specific. And Mm -hmm. so it's like kind of fun to see it in this context. You know what I mean? They went Mm -hmm. they went big. The other thing about this that is perfectly People magazine is 
that promoting it's, a reality show. They're oh. promo- they're not even promoting a reality. Well, they're sort of promoting they a are. reality show, but they're also promoting their Debrat X Doody. Kaleidoscope collection, which is their hair care brand that oh, sure. is for yeah, sale currently. Well, they also are promoting their reality show, Brat Loves Judy, on WeTV. Yes. So it says the upcoming third season will follow the couple's roller coaster journey to motherhood and business partnership as they launch the new Debrat X Kaleidoscope collection of hair co- hair products now available at Walmart and other major retailers. All right. It's a perfect people exclusive. Next call. Not a people exclusive. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, this is mostly for Bobby because I know he'll be excited about it. But Bobby, congratulations. Uh, I just saw the news about Eva Amari Martino being married or engaged again to her. What did he do? He's a chef-ish. Anyway. And, of course, they got married, engaged in Paris, which she had kind of teased, I think, on an Instagram story. Uh, yeah, I live right near her, um, so I'll keep my eyes peeled for her. Can't wait for the happily ever after uh, wedding planning emails as well as to begin. Just wanted to be the first to offer you congratulations. Uh, crunch, 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 me in Paris, getting engaged with Eva Amari. Bye. She did not get the people exclusive. Although I would argue if she gave these to people, they would accept them. But here's the thing. She wouldn't because she has her own publication. Right. She's the people. Half of her wedding like announcement was like, more content to come on my blog. Like, I'll talk more about that later on my blog. On my blog. And it's like. Oh, my God. Like, the entire (laughs) thing is, like, a tease for the future content to come, which is with her relentless, you know? She's our last remaining blogger. We got no one else. (laughs) Gawker's dead. Eva Marie Martino continues to blog. Yeah. And she is the child of Susan Sarandon, which every single celebrity entertainment journalism publication has to remind you refers to her as Susan Sarandon's daughter well she hasn't risen above Susan Sarandon being Susan Sarandon's daughter unless you are a reader of Happy Ever After which I would argue you know is also kind of a rarefied group tens of people tens of people tens of people are reading it yeah totally every headline refers to her as Susan Sarandon's daughter I understand that that's obvious but at the same time I wonder how she feels about it because we have the Daily Mail Susan Sarandon's daughter Eva Murray is engaged blogger set to marry chef Ian Hawke as she shares Taylor Swift inspired posts and shows off her ring Us Weekly Susan Sarandon's daughter is engaged Parade Susan Sarandon's daughter shows off gorgeous engagement ring Page 6 Susan Sarandon's daughter Eva Murray engaged to chef Ian Hawke ET Online Susan Sarandon's daughter Eva Murray gets engaged just Jared, Susan oh Sarandon's God. daughter, Eva Murray, announces engagement. Stop. Brides, Susan Sarandon's daughter, Eva Murray, is engaged to Chef Ian Hawke. Even funnier than that. Uh-huh. I- I'm still not over this. I don't think I'll ever get over this. Don't be over it. Never be over it. Yesterday, Jenna Malone, known who, mm-hmm. star of the movie Stepmom and Contact. Yeah, you love this. Jenna Malone posted a r- kind of a random, there was no p- peg for it, throwback photo of her on the set of Stepmom that was kind of like an appreciation post for her tutor. So it was sort of like a lot of my education was done on sets growing up. And like, I feel like I learned a lot. It's a whole thing for child actors to work and then go into their trailer and go to school. And she's like, it really worked well for me. And I'm so appreciative of like these tutors. And also my movie family, Ed Harris 
and Susan Sarandon. And then there's a second photo in the carousel of like her on set and Susan's there and Ed Harris is there or someone's there. And Susan Sarandon, who is Susan Loves Everyone on Instagram, likes the photo and comments, it was a great gift when you entered my heart during that film. So smart and sassy and sweet, wildly talented, honored that you are still in my life and intend to keep you there. Love you. Okay. Wow. Okay. So really like intense. Intense. Yeah. The day before, Susan Sarandon's daughter posted her engagement photo on Instagram. And all Susan did was like it. Susan Sarandon did not comment on her daughter's engagement photo, nor did she comment on the follow-up photo where they're like kissing in Paris because Eva hired a photographer to like photograph them at at a cafe like kissing. Who did comment on Susan Sarandon's daughter's Instagram post in Paris? Jenna Malone. She wrote, congratulations, honey. So... Susan oh Sarandon's God. fake so daughter Susan commented Thomas. on Susan Sarandon's daughter's post. Real but daughter's Susan Sarandon, engagement. yes. And Susan Sarandon said, love you to her fake daughter, but didn't say love you to her real daughter. And I just well, Also, like, I want you to point out what Susan Sarandon's uh, Instagram handle Susan is. Susan loves everyone. <laughs> well. Susan well, loves everyone said, I love you to well, Jenna Malone. Susan loves everyone did not say love you to Eva. And I don't want to unpack that too much. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I think Susan is trying to like do a separation of church and state here where she's like, do not involve me in your money-making scheme, daughter of mine. Right. I don't want to be on your blog. Exactly. But how do you not notice that? How do you not notice Mm. that Susan Sarandon said, love you to her fake daughter (laughs) instead of saying love you to her real daughter on Instagram? That's so funny. I mean, how do you not notice? You notice. (laughs) You notice. You know, only you noticed. This is a very only you noticed. Yeah, but a yeah, friend of ours noticed something really funny. So on Eva's blog, before she went to Paris. I mean, Paris, this is she... funny if you pay attention to kind of the uh, engagement cycle of celebrities and content creators. Yes. So a couple of days ago and before she went to Paris, Eva posted a photo Uh, a blog that said my Paris packing list. And it was like her with all of her stuff and her bags and her outfits. And she like showed everything that she's packing for Paris. And our friend, Anna Merlin, pointed out that in the photo, reporter Anna Merlin, she's a reporter, intrepid reporter Anna Merlin, was like, it was obvious that she was going to get engaged in Paris. And she knew she was going to get engaged in Paris because she had the shell pink manicure that women get when they're expecting to get engaged. And Anna goes, be sure to note that. Okay, so she, so Anna said that she'd noticed that Eva had gotten this specific shade of pink as a manicure ready that the to straight take girlies get before they get hand. engaged. Well, you also, you know, you always get a specific manicure, but you could argue that Eva Maria's always kind of has a nice manicure because she is a content creator and she's only yes. taking photos of herself. But this specific shade of pink, as Anna points out, is really the kind of like it's the engagement <laughs> pink, the go, the go to. Hmm. Ian Hawk, she married her. She's marrying her chef. I do love that. He's a chef. In the in the kind of story of Eva Marie's divorce and her husband, ex husband, moving to like Williamsburg and becoming some kind of like a cool bro or whatever. Kyle, the soccer she's player. She's like, yeah. bitch, I'm staying in Connecticut, and bitch, I'm getting engaged to like the first guy I publicly date. You know. I know. Well, she's selling her house in Connecticut, big, huge, enormous mansion. Found oh, the listing. It's where are humongous. they going? She's staying in Westport. She was like, and I was like, oh, I wonder where she's going to move. 
She's staying in Westport. I think they're moving to. Okay. I think it's like, oh, we need to start our own place. And I it's also crazy think that, that house every is single question you have about her, she could answer. She's answered on that blog. <laughs> yeah. so it's like not even. You don't even need to look that far. She told yeah, no, you I'm that she's staying in Westport. I'm obsessed with her. I'm okay. obsessed with bloggers. Um, next call. It was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under out. the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to you. I hate middlemen. I hate and Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Bobby, did you know that it's Live Nation's Concert Week? And from now through May 14th, you can get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows? I did know because Live Nation sent us a list of all of the concerts. And I'm obsessed because I'm definitely going to see some of these people. Well, you can get up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, including Alanis Morissette, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson. Who else am I seeing? Lainey Wilson. Peso Pluma and Sarah McLaughlin, like back to back. That's fun. Megan Trainer, then Peso Pluma, then Sarah McLaughlin, and have us the summer of my life. So grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> What when I sleep to, on other beds, what is there I else get to say mad. is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, 
it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Hi, Weekly. Long time, long time. Um, so I was talking with my coworker, and she was like, you the country music. I don't. But she started telling me all about the Kelsa Bellarini drama, and I the, truly the first thing I thought was like, wow, this is who Weekly fought her. Um, I, and, like, literally said, it was, like, this is just, like, this podcast was going to be to do it. But anyways, this lady, Kelsey Ballerini, um, broke up with her man and, like, released this whole album. The drama is incredible. It's giving Taylor Swift all too well. Like, very much a callback to her, like, ex-husband who was like, I don't really get what happened. And then she's like, bitch, I know what happened. We had three years of couples therapy. And you just, like, did not listen. And so, anyways, we, is this drama worth talking about? I felt like it was, again, immediately, weekly, but um, it's your show, so you decide. Um, live in the video laptop. Oh, I'm like, I'm like anxious. I'm like nervous to get you rolling on this. I'm like, I'm, I don't know if I can handle this journey again. <laughs> I couldn't stop talking to Lindsay about this. We took a cab home together last night and I was like, anyway, I'm like, and then, and then, and then, and you were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I was like, and then, <laughs> like, and then, and then, and like, then. Well, in my head, I was like, this is great, but like, I'm going to hear this again tomorrow. And I also heard it the first time in the text chain that we were in discussing this with our two friends uh jeff and kelly and nashville jeff and kelly live in nashville this is like their celebrity center right so they are like attuned to this person and their culture you know kelsey ballerini who i would argue no one outside of nashville really knows them. well <laughs> they do they do know her Country I think that the her. chain smoker song which we'll get to in a second sort of like propelled her to which be a little one they they all sound the same, but she was in a Chainsmoker song called "This Feeling." Like it's it's yeah. definitely her most streamed song, like by okay. a considerable margin. No, she's like a big artist. Like in in terms of like modern yeah, country girlies, sure. she's in the top five modern country girlies. I remember when she won like best new artist at the CMA or whatever. Like she's like she's having a run, but now she she kind of skipped ahead to the like. Casey Musgraves divorce, you know, like she's she's going through that. She's doing Lemonade era now, trying. Yeah. But that's where this all comes. She won new female vocalist of the year right. at the Academy of Country Music Awards in 2016. And she's been like a fixture of the CMT Awards since 2015, right? Like well, she, she like constantly shows up. It. She with hosts fucking, stuff. Uh, with, lost uh, in my Kane backyard. Brown. He got lost yeah. in his backyard. She's giving her, but I wouldn't but she's more known than her. Kelsey Ballerini is a country singer, okay? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. she is by no means as famous as Carrie Underwood or even Maren Morris. But it's because a lot of them have broken through more into pop, and I would say she's more 
hasn't really broken through to pop aside from the the chain smokers. And Marin broke through the broke through to pop with the middle, which was like the Zed song. Which was so Zed. Like, you do need that kind of moment for that more of a worldwide stage. But, you know, as we'll get to, she is playing SNL soon. So it's like she is no you know, she is a big country star. Mm-hmm. I want to be clear. I feel like we're down we're downplaying the fact that like she is again in like the top five like country girlies that are like on the charts currently. I still think, though, she's a country then, but I think broadly she is a who. She's absolutely a who. I just want to make that distinction. So on Valentine's Day, our friend, sorry to keep bringing up Kelly and Jeff, but they're the ones who first put this bug in my ear. They were like, I don't know if you care about this, but Kelsey Ballerini released her own Lemonade today, and it's crazy. It's a short film plus an EP that's a breakup EP called Rolling Up the Welcome Mat. And she was like, I don't know if you've been following the drama with Morgan Evans. I hadn't. She's like, I'm releasing my own breakup album, my own breakup short film, even though she's really maybe not famous enough to do this. She did it anyway. Mm -hmm. Like a week passes and we keep getting stories about Kelsey Ballerini, like in non-country press, like people, Us Weekly, page six, whatever. Then she goes on Call Her Daddy a few days ago, the Alex Cooper podcast, and it's like covered everywhere. All of the revelations about Kelsey Ballerini and her ex-husband or estranged husband, Morgan Evans. I think that there also is a kind of thing about them both being a, cu- a country couple. Yes. Like when Casey Musgraves and her country guy broke up, there really is these country couples get more attention together as than they do sometimes separate. So the idea mm-hmm. that they both are musicians are going to write about this. What's it like working in the same industry? I just think like there's a lot of kind of – I think that adds the intrigue to mm-hmm. it. You know? Okay, keep going. Yes. So Morgan Evans is her estranged husband. They filed for divorce uh, last fall, last August, summer. He's from Australia. He's huge in Australia. Australians love country music. It's a whole It's a whole thing. I was trying to, like, do some research on it, but, like, you know, Keith Urban's part of that contingent. Australians love country music. They announced that they're getting divorced in August. The next month, Morgan Evans is the first to the gate releasing a breakup song. The breakup song is called Over For You. I'll play a clip here. Time passes. We don't really hear much from Kelsey Ballerini between then and then in February when she drops this thing. She releases her thing called Rolling Up the Welcome Mat. And on the Call Her Daddy podcast, she says that when that Morgan Evans song came out, she got really pissed off because she was like, how dare you like release this thing publicly before we finished grieving or whatever. I felt like it was really opportunistic for him to put that out when he did, when we were still going through the legalities of getting divorced and... Mm -hmm. Um, I felt really used in that moment. Um, and again, his healing journey is his healing journey. I respect that, but, but publicly exploiting it feels a little nasty to me. These are lyrics from her song, Blindsided. And now you're saying that you're lost and that's lost on me. Years of sitting across from me in therapy. I know the truth is hard to hear, but it wasn't hard to find. Baby, were you blindsided or were you just blind? Just mind. 
So her argument is that this marriage had been over for a really long time. Don't act like you were surprised that we got divorced in August because she was the one who filed, not him. So she's like, I got annoyed at him for trying to control the narrative first. So she's kind of overcorrecting, right? Yeah. She's like, okay, you release one song and give your side of the story. I'm releasing a whole fucking EP and giving my side of the story. Okay, then I'm going to go and call her daddy and basically call you a liar. After this Mm -hmm. happens, Morgan Evans takes to Instagram and he goes, it's really sad for me to see this person who I spent so much of my life with and loved with all my heart saying things that aren't reality and that leave out what really happened. She knows I'm not the type of guy to speak on those things publicly. If this is what she needs to heal, I hope it helps. All I ask is that if you're on my pages, please don't be mean. Don't be mean to Kelsey. Don't be mean to each other. Life's too short. This is kind of aligned with the way that she behaves on Alex Cooper's podcast because even though she's mad at him, she goes out of her way over and over and over again throughout the 45-minute interview to be like, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. And it's like, that's why I'm so hurt. That's why I'm so hurt. So the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm like, there must be more to this. The part of the call her daddy thing that I thought was most notable was that at one point early on in the interview, I'll play the clip, but she's like, I'm sleeping on the couch. Things are rough in our marriage. And Alex is like, are you fighting? What did those nights look like? Like fight-wise though? Like, are you... We didn't fight. You didn't fight. Yeah, we didn't fight. So it would be just silence. You're walking out. You're sleeping on the couch. You wake up the next morning and it's like, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Cut to like 10, 15, 20 minutes into the podcast. She mentions that they fought before this award show. Then she takes it back. And I think she realizes that she contradicted herself. And she's like, uh, uh, I mean, uh, we didn't really fight. Okay. Remember that time that I slept on the couch before the CMA Awards? And then we like walked the carpet like with bags under our eyes because we had been fighting like but not really fighting because like. So I'm like, something's up here. There's something missing from the story that we're not getting, right? And then Morgan's statement is also so weirdly pointed as if like some news is about to break, but it hasn't broken yet. So I'm like, what are we missing here? Few hours pass, Lindsay and I are at dinner. Then we get a text in the middle of a conversation that says, in the middle of a conversation. In the middle of a conversation that is a link to a page six story that says Kelsey Ballerini allegedly cheated on Morgan Evans with none other than the not hot chain smoker and Selena Gomez's potential current boyfriend, Drew Taggart. We don't know where this message comes from. It's we a page six know. exclusive. We don't we, we just don't know it's know. an insider. It's presumably coming from Morgan Evans's camp, right? Because he wants to correct the record because Kelsey just basically dumped on him for an hour on Call Her Daddy and he's getting bad press. And it says, an insider claims to us that the country pop songstress cheated on her now ex-husband with the Chainsmokers member Drew Taggart in August 2019 at Lollapalooza after having collaborated on their hit 2018 track, This Feeling, but didn't come clean about it to Evans until 2021. And what that says to me is that she goes, things had been rough for about a year before they got divorced, okay? So that's the thing that she didn't bring up. That's the thing that Morgan Evans was clearly pointing out in that Instagram Right? Where he's like, she's not giving us the whole truth. Mm -hmm. The other thing about this that is sort of crazy that I'm obsessed with is I was like, Kelsey Ballerini is not famous enough for all of this. I'm sorry, she just isn't. Who is her publicist? Who is her manager? Who is dancing with the devil to get her this much attention? Or it's not that she's not famous enough for this. It's just the way that she's, I want to be clear. Like, 
you're like having a breakup, ha- having a divorce album, having a breakup album. That's his tale as old as time. Many artists, especially country artists, have had that. But the turnaround and the press surrounding, and then kind of the the lemonadeification of the vibe of it all, does feel a little bit like bigger pop star than what she is, and kind of just like the speed at which. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. It's one thing to do this like a year later with like a full album that's like fully kind of, but now it's part of the whirlwind of like the process you're still going through, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. That's what feels a little bit like bigger than this person and the maybe you're overwhelmed by the press of it all versus actually what this girly was getting in press before she had this like dramatic breakup or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? No, I think that makes that you you put it better than I did. That that makes sense. And I'm going to get to who she's dating now in a second. Uh-huh. So I was like, who's her publicist? And this doesn't always answer the question, but sometimes it can add like just a little bit of context that's helpful. Her publicist is someone named Carlene Donovan, and Carlene Donovan is a very good publicist. And the reason I know that is because she got Kelsey call her daddy and SNL basically in the same week. And what else did she do this week? Which blew my mind. I found out that Carlene Donovan is the publicist for none other than the acapella group Pentatonix. And what happened to Pentatonix this week? They got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. This woman can do anything, okay? Their star on the Walk of Fame is literally between Etta James and Cole Porter. I cannot believe how good this woman is at her job. So what this really comes (laughs) down to is how good of a publicist do you think she has? versus anything else that's going on here. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's everything, but I think it's a humongous part of it. And I'm just like, this is why you pay for publicists. This is why representation matters, you know, in, in another sense. Representation matters, but also representation, representation matters. Representation <laughs> literally matters. <laughs> the other version. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's crazy. Things uh, are getting even yeah. weirder. Mm-hmm. Because Kelsey Ballerini, as far as we know, Morgan Evans isn't dating anyone else. But Kelsey Ballerini is dating someone else and that someone else is the most reportedly 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 well no she admitted it. she admitted reportedly. it on she admitted it on call her daddy what that she was dating yeah, chase, chase stokes. stokes from outer banks on netflix this is the most showman's bullshit i've ever yeah, seen really in my is. entire really life is. and it guess really who is. she says in the call her daddy interview basically didn't set them up but convinced her to get she is open about this her manager <laughs> she had slid into Chase Stokes's DMs and been like, hey, cutie pie or whatever. And then at one point she says to Alex Cooper, my manager recommended that I just go for it. And who was her manager? Also a manager too? Faith Hill and Casey Musgrave. So this is someone who like understands how this works. Like a country person sure. for women and who know, have high profile relationships. Did she also go on a post-divorce vacation with none other than Fletcher of like Becky's So Hot? Yeah, she, sure she did. did. So like there's she a sure lot did. going on here. I don't know. I'm just saying like is Ben back? I don't know. Like Maybe Ben is back. Good, someone's just having a good post-divorce time. Exactly. Exactly. So now she's dating Chase Stokes and it's like the person who is the star of a very, very popular Netflix show whose third season is about to premiere, like everything about it, everything about it is PR. Yes. Oh, it's 100%. Who is also used to be in a showman's with his co-star that he just broke up with, Madeline Klein, who was in uh, Glass Onion. It is the most transparent PR bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I, I almost can't believe it. But anyway... That's it. That's the story. I feel like you just gave the most in-depth, like, unnecessary, like, you know, people, like, you you really went above and beyond for this one, for people. Thank you, sorry. Which is nice. Sorry. I was. Thank I you, was... sorry. No, I think thank you, sorry is the right way to. Thank you, sorry. Thank you, sorry. 
Yeah. Speaking of Kelsey Ballerini on SNL. Kelly and Jeff would be proud of you. I hope so. Hi, BLP. They just announced that Travis Kelsey is going to be on SNL, and I know you'll get a lot of calls asking you who is Travis Kelsey. And I know you guys won't know because he is a tight end in the NFL for the Chiefs. And he's a really, really good tight end. He's a very, very popular football player. And his brother, Jason, is on the Eagles. So during the Super Bowl, it was very popular because, you know, Mama Kelsey, Donna Kelsey was there in her split jersey shirt and everything but travis kelsey is a thousand percent of them i just wanted to let you guys know crunch crunch good form bella thorne they know we're gonna screw up this one (laughs) yeah i'd never heard of this person in my life i guess maybe catching kelsey rang a bell when you mentioned it but like i didn't watch it no it was it did not ring a bell. don't act like it rang a bell when i was watching the super bowl someone did say like oh it's funny the two brothers are like playing each other and i was like oh that's like a plot that's fun that's, like, mm-hmm. relevant. And then I got a look at his face, and I was like, he's cute. Huh. He's cute? You don't huh. think so? You don't no, think he's sure. cute? Yeah. No, yeah. Sure. He's definitely cute. So him and his brother were playing each other. Travis won. His brother lost. So sad. Travis is on the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I was waiting for you to finish that one. They won and the then Jason Kelsey is on the on Philadelphia the Eagles. Eagles. Okay. And neither of them are quarterbacks. One is a lineman, one's a tight end. I got to say, being a tight end and getting the SNL treatment is impressive. Like being the hot guy star from the team and getting pulled out. Usually that's like a quarterback thing. No? Aren't quarterbacks usually the like personalities of the team that get like star treatment or whatever? I mean, no, I assume I, I assume right. that he just has more aspirations for fame especially if he's had a reality dating show he's just like that kind of guy well he's also hot so i think that's also kind of part of it but yeah he uh it it kind of burst the bubble of like he won the super bowl and is hosting snl with like this guy literally had a dating reality show on e where he like looked for love which is like oh god you know yeah who won that you did the research embarrassing they're not together, uh, by the way. No. The girl who won that is named, I texted Maya Benberry. And now she's a life coach. <laughs> Put a clip from it here. It's kind of funny. I feel like we would be just like n- knock them dead team. <laughs> okay. I hear you. So um, other than that, um, <sighs> um, Um, I just, I can't really, like, say anything else. So she won. Catching Kelsey is now a life coach. They're not together anymore. And he had a girlfriend after that that he dated for a long time. This was a while ago that he was on Catching Kelsey, you know? And then he won the Super Bowl, and now he's hosting SNL. He's, like, in a different echelon of fame, even. And they're both Kelseys. Travis Kelsey, Kelsey Ballerini, spelled differently. I love that. Oh, my God. That's, like, before and after. It's before Travis and Kelsey after. Ballerini. Travis Kelsey Ballerini. Oh, my God. Call Alex Trebek. Oh, don't call Alex Trebek. He's, He's dead. dead. He's no. dead. You'll just get his voice. Don't call What's-Her-Face. Do not kill What's-Her-Face. Do Maya not Bialik. call What's-Her-Face. Maya Bialik. <laughs> I can only think of her as Maya Bialik. Maya Bialik. Don't call yeah. her. Don't call her. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Can you guys talk about, like, what's happening with Chloe Bailey, um, DDG, and Ruby Rose? I'm not really following any of it. And I also thought that Ruby Rose was the Ruby Rose from the CW Batman, but then had to learn that she wasn't. So that was a bit of a journey. Uh, crunch, crunch. 
we've gone over the Ruby Rose distinctions before. <laughs> like we can't get over that. We can't go over this again because I'm absolutely sick of it. You know what I mean? Like we've done we've we've done the service already. Mm -hmm. There are famously two Ruby Roses, and this Ruby Rose, rapper Ruby Rose, is definitely more famous than other Ruby Rose at this point. You like, think so? I think so. What happened? Where's okay. Where's actor Ruby Rose? Where's French Fry Ruby Rose? I don't know where she is. I know she was causing a lot, and then her show was canceled when her mm -hmm. bat bat woman, yeah, bat lady, yeah. bat girly, yeah, bat lady, and then the other bat lady was canceled. The one that was like, yeah. it's too bad to oh release. Oh my god, you're right, and that wasn't even Ruby. Oh my god, bat girly is getting canceled across the board. Nobody wants anything to do with her. I think the Bailey girlies are like, <sighs> if they're not them's now, they're almost them's. Chloe Bailey is floundering a little in her music career. Which anyone can see. Like her being like, I can't wait for my next single with Chris Brown. Everyone's like, <laughs> your next single. And then she's like, with Chris Brown. And everyone's like, no. <laughs> we, no. <laughs> I think that Halle Bailey, who is going to be, who is, the movie's finished. The Little Mermaid. Uh, the Little Mermaid in the new She has the greatest Mermaid. potential. Halle Bailey's like number one. Yeah. Yes. And I think when that movie comes out, I think she will be inarguably of them. Well, the thing is that Chloe Bailey is number one currently, but Halle Bailey is like waiting in the wings to be Little Mermaid. That's the mm -hmm. thing. It's like the drop is about to happen. And Chloe Bailey's been trying to make solo career happen for a little while now. And it's a little bit hard because the songs aren't hitting as much as them together. Their last album was absolutely fantastic. Like, one of my favorites incredible. of the year. Together they are brilliant. And, and so something is happening separately that's like not really clicking as much, though she is like doing okay. But Hallie is kind of waiting, again, waiting in the wings. I think Disney has her on the book, you know, the, the, mm -hmm. the, uh, the, you know, the Chris Jenner's Ooh, tone. Uh, disclosure. Non disclosure. <laughs> non disclosure. What'd you call her? Non disclosure. Non disclosure. Non disclosure. <laughs> yeah. Non disclosure. I think she's also under a little bit under lock and key in current in terms of like stuff, doing stuff currently. Yes. The timing here is all, again, really interesting because Chloe's album comes out at the end of March and I believe Little Mermaid comes out in April. That is so annoying. <laughs> It comes out in May. So it's like we're, we're having like the spring of the Bailey sisters. Like I think uh, – I, I don't know yeah. how you look at that and say this wasn't all at least a little bit calculated so that they would get – they would each give each other a bump. And even though like the internet is like angry at Chloe for doing a single with Chris Brown, if this album right. is good, that won't matter. And Chloe's extremely talented. So, of course, the album's probably going to be really good. Okay, but we're not talking about Chloe. We're talking about Hallie. So Hallie has been dating DDG, the rapper, for a while now. Uh -huh. DDG's real name, because I'm only going to use his real name because people use his real name. It's like his name is Daryl, Daryl Dwayne Granberry. Daryl used to date Ruby Rose. Okay. Daryl used to date Ruby Rose. There were random uh -huh. rumors like a week or two ago that Hallie and DDG broke up because they unfollowed each other on Instagram. Again, you can never take that seriously. Do not take the unfollowing seriously. Don't do it. You Don't do it. Don't do it. You always get bitten in the ass when you do this. And so okay. after these headlines were published that they were breaking up because of the unfollowing, DDG tweeted, the internet is so gullible. Nobody cheated on nobody. Don't take tweets too serious. So this is all happening on its own. Mm -hmm. After all of that, Ruby Rose takes to Twitter days later. Right. Seemingly, this is why she did this. There was a photo of Hallie video on Instagram stories wearing a shirt, right? A t-shirt, yeah. very specific t-shirt. Uh -huh. uh -huh. And 
Eagle-eyed fans, to quote, I don't know, celebrity journalism, eagle-eyed fans realized that Ruby Rose had once worn that same t-shirt, okay? This is the most, I have to say, the most eagle-eyed fans. Whoever noticed this, like, I don't know. Whatever my version of touch grass is, <laughs> which I don't say, I would say to this. Do you know what I mean? Ruby like, Ro- how did you? No, I don't think she know. I don't think she noticed it and someone pointed out to her. noticed it for her. I don't, yeah, I don't think Ruby Rose is like, watching a Halle Bailey live stream and seeing vaguely a t-shirt she once wore. I'm sorry. Nor- like, that's just not... The internet so- noticed it. And then she- they pointed it out to her and she said, having your bitch wear my clothes is crazy, LOL. <laughs> to her credit, it is crazy. <laughs> it is kind of crazy. It's crazy. She's saying that it presumably she left this shirt at DDG's place and that Halle then wore it. Okay, I didn't read the tweet, but I was reading this as like it's his clothes and she, because like he's allowed to have the same clothes that two girlfriends have maybe worn at yeah, one point. Yeah. But, he, but she's saying it's my clothes that I left there or something. Yeah, I think that's the implication. Okay. She's not She's not explicit about any of this. Anything, right. And she spelled wear wrong and somebody said wear, bae. And she wrote, sorry, I'm still lit off the Migos, bae. Might be. <laughs> she just spelled wear, wear. It happens she's on She's like, Twitter. I'm wasted. It's fine. Okay, in case you were wondering, like, okay, well, maybe give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe saying having your bitch wear my clothes is crazy, LOL, isn't about Halle Bailey. Okay, that was at 12.27 p.m. that she tweeted this. Yep. At 2.15 p.m. on the same day, she tweeted, I like Halle. DDG a weirdo, though, for show. So it's like, yeah, that's who, that's who she's <laughs> talking do. about. That's who she, I like And Hallie. I like that she kind of cleared it up. Like, that's a very good way to confirm that's who she was talking about. But also clear yes. up, like, I have no, like, I, I have no, no issue with her. with this woman But my ex-boyfriend, all. clearly, I don't like. There's a reason why he's my ex-boyfriend i don't I, he's weird i don't like him subtext becomes text in this thread because she goes i like hallie ddg a weirdo though for show and then later she goes this is why i'm single and she posts a screenshot of dms that she claims everything can be fake these days listen to me i heard ai speak in my voice a couple of days ago and it made me want to rip my skin off Oh. AI can do anything. <laughs> DDG allegedly DM'd Ruby the day that the rumors were flying that DDG and Hallie had broken up. He allegedly DM'd Ruby, you still in LA? She said, yeah. Wait, oh my God, this is so good. What yeah. are you doing? And then she wrote, getting ready, how about you? And then immediately she just wrote, you hitting me the day y'all argue is so you, LOL. And then he wrote, LOL, you right. Let me go heal first. <laughs> Which was Darryl. funny. Gotta say, Daryl's kind of so funny. Bad. Men are Darryl's bad, but that's funny. But it's, I gotta say, Ruby <laughs> Rose is also funny. Like you hitting me the day y'all argue, like is so you. And then him being like, "Let me go heal first. And then poor Hallie. Like honestly, I feel for Hallie in this because I feel for Hallie too because this is these are two people who are clearly in contact. Like, and this is her boy. Like. Whatever they're saying and doing or not doing, it does suck that she's literally talking to her ex. This is a video of DDG doing, I don't, it looks like a Twitch stream. Um, okay. <laughs> live as Ruby Rose tweets the revealing texts. And it's DDG on in a little call out of a Twitch stream looking at his phone. And then he makes this noise. Ah, I hate this bitch. <laughs> okay, so he. <laughs> He covers his eyes with his hands and he says, I hate this bitch. Presumably because he has just seen the tweet that she tweeted, this is why I'm single. How do you know that? And then the revealing DMs. That, just the timing. The timing works out. And this is from okay. a tweet by Rap Alert who captured this footage. So after this happens, Hallie tweets, the devil is working. LOL, please don't feed into the lies, especially from a third party. 
Presumably that means Ruby Rose, right? Stay blessed, everyone. DDG quote tweets that and says, Can y'all let my meat go now? Ruby is a weirdo. She's been hating on my relationship for years. So he's like, by the way, Hallie is, yes, referring to Ruby as the third-party person. And he's like, don't believe anything she says. Don't believe anything she says. Don't believe anything she says. Okay? My favorite part of this that I found out today that I hadn't seen is that the first time the rumors started swirling that DDG cheated on Hallie... Mm-hmm. Chloe and Hallie have an older sister named Sky. Wait, there's another Bailey girly? There's another Bailey. Oh, wow. It doesn't seem like she wants to be a singer, so it's not like she's kind of in the same industry as she is, but there, she's definitely like trying to be a fashion influencer, Instagram influencer, does not have a huge following, but has like a bit of a following. Enough where like okay. when she goes live, people watch. So she okay. wakes up one morning and sees headlines DDG cheats on Hallie. She says this. When I go on YouTube first thing in the morning and I see my sister on the blogs and it's over some dude. Um, Daryl, DDG, like, bruh, what's wrong with you? Howie's not like the ones that you've been with. You will not treat her the way that you've treated these others. I don't give a freak if y'all had issues going on. That's what you won't do. Please understand that. Like, you're not gonna do her the way that you did everybody else. You're not going to come to social media and try to put her on blast and insinuate or put out something to make it seem like she was doing something that was she wasn't doing. You need to pipe down and get yourself together. If y'all broke up, then you need to just unfollow and just keep it pushing. You don't have to put nothing out there like that to about all these girls is the same. Are you dumb? Are you stupid? Okay. Okay, so apparently right after <laughs> Sky posted this video, it seems like she got a call from Hallie that was like, Sky, please do Shut not get up. involved in my business. This isn't real. So Sky had to go on Instagram and write, My bad. <laughs> my bad, y'all. I spoke to sis and nothing's going on. LOL. Let me get back to drinking my water and minding my business that pays me. <laughs> I love that. She was like, Shut the fuck up. She was like, God damn it, we're trying to make this go Shut away. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so as far as we know, DDG and Hallie are still together because they celebrated Valentine's Day together. And Hallie also said, best V-Day ever. So it was apparently a good Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think with that, we can finish. Thank you so much you know I mean? for listening to another episode. Keep calling in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. Support us on Patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes, uh, Discord server, commentary tracks, and more. You can also just get the audio only, the VIP audio only on the Apple Podcasts app by clicking subscribe within the app. Uh, Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts while you're there. We love your ratings and reviewings, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Bye. See ya. Hi, DLP. It's Katie. And I know you said you didn't want um, people to just call in with celeb sightings, but you just started a whole Beckham like segment on the show. And I was at Erewhon in Beverly Hills and I saw a guy with a camera outside while I was like eating my food. And I was like, I guess this is a new location. Maybe he's like taking, taking marketing pictures. I don't know. Um, and then I see him still standing outside and Nicola Peltz and Brooklyn Beckham are walking in and he takes photos of them and then promptly walks away, which makes me believe that allegedly, uh, they called the paparazzi on themselves. Okay. Crunch, crunch, bye. Hi, Weekly. It's actually fine that Bobby watches Mythic Quest. 
it's good actually. Um, so I support you, but also keep in mind that I am extremely lame. Okay. Love you. Bye. Zara Larson was on Keep It, and she was asked why Swedes are so good at pop music, and her answer was socialism. And I feel like that is iconic, and she is incredible. Grunch, grunch. Please stop scrolling. Angela Bassett did the thing. I just want to let you know um, that in the future, whenever I make calls, I will be ending it with... Angela Bassett did the thing. Thanks, Ariana. Thanks, Who Weekly. Goodbye. Hi, Who Weekly. This is Scott in New York. I made this and I don't know what to do with it, so I'm sending it to you. Angela Bassett did the thing. Angela Bassett did the thing. Marie Pearl, what a slay. Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman king. Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman king. 